0: I've got to tell you because I questioned telling anybody, but then I couldn't figure out what the hell we, we could talk about. So I told Alexis, I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, Jonathan and I, he's, he said he was willing to host a dumpster fire with me. And I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> I love how you just you just just know standards. We're just going to set the bar so low that even yeah. if it's just total garbage, it's going to be fine. No.
0: But there Well, I mean, you know, I, I literally, you've talked to me before. I have zero filter. It's amazing that I even have like some sort of career in customer service because I really just, what I, if I say it, I think it, you know, it's gone. Sure. Um, but so I'm like, you know, what, what are we going to talk about? Tell me, tell me some things you want me to talk about. What stories do you want me to tell? And she's like, Well, I really like that story where you were down with your grandmother and your mom out in Mobile, and they didn't know it was a strip club. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she said, yeah, you've got to tell that story. And I'm like, that's only the second strip club story I've got.
1: (laughs) I don't do this. I don't know what's worse. So I'm (laughs) a I'm a West Coast boy, right? Like, so I, Uh, I i'll I'll get this out of the way early. There's probably gonna be very little that I can relate to when it comes to uh Southern shenanigans trademark, shall we say uh, no, yeah, so you're gonna over the course of this series, however long it ends up lasting will has yet to be determined we'll uh we'll be experiencing some educational Distancing? moments Sally yeah, shall we say.
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I'm happy to educate everybody because look, I'm sorry. Even amongst Southerners, my family is something we're just fucking weird. I mean we're just <laughs> we just are. I mean it's I can't even describe it because we are all very large people. Like my cousin is six eight at the tallest. Uh-huh. My dad's six five, my brother is six four. My husband even, he sort of fits in and he's like six two. All right. And I'm almost six foot. So we are very large. Very opinionated, like we're all in everybody's business, all in our family's business. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally in each other's pockets.
1: Okay, f- and
0: it's just some real fucking dysfunction. I can't. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully, we we figure that out here in this uh, in this series yet to be titled. Maybe we'll figure out a title by the by the end of the episode. We'll we'll see. Um, that, I'm feeling a little. Mm, inadequate, shall we say? I mean, this obviously oh, isn't a family show, but no. Um, I'm only five eleven, and my wife is five three. So, all y'all, as y'all say, <laughs> are yep. taller than me. And okay, so that's that's one thing. We'll put that no, that, put that that's down fine. In the notes.
0: My first husband, he couldn't stand the fact like we we attended our wedding. He made me wear flats. Oh no, my first husband because I was taller than him. And heels. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is nothing. I've dealt with it all my life. It's, <laughs> it's like her like, you know, how's the weather up there? And I'm like, you need to shut the fuck up. Cause I'm about to, cut, I'm about to cut <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 kind of, I can kind of relate to him though, because it's, it's something when I was uh, shopping for a, a human to cohabitate with for life. Um mm. That's a great way to describe it, right?
0: I'm, I love that. I Actually, mean, I do love that. It's
1: all, it all happened on the internet. So is it really different than Amazon Prime? Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, I
0: mean, you know, order. It's Russian. They, they do it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Right? It's all fine. <laughs> um, I just... I couldn't... I didn't have a good reason for why I felt this way. Like, there was... I had no good excuse for it, but I just couldn't wrap my head around somebody being taller than me. Like, Ooh. I... To this day, I have no idea why I feel that way. And ultimately, okay. like, if I see... If I see a woman on the internet or on television or in real life who is tall, taller Mm -hmm. than me even, like, in that moment, I have no thought, God, she's taller than me, right? Like, that thought doesn't cross my mind. But the moment I start thinking about, is this person going to be in a relationship with me? Now, all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. that becomes an issue. It's
0: See, I mean, it's, look, there's so many other things. Like, my first husband, he was shorter than me, and that wasn't even the thing that he really should have felt like he was at odds with Mm -hmm. because literally I mean, I'm like a a verbal wolf. My mom even describes it. She said, you know, when you turn 13 aliens like took over your body, like you were all sweet and cute and everything (laughs) like that. And then you turn 13 and then it's just pure smart ass. Oh
1: geez. I don't even know if it took me till 13. I think if, uh, if you could ever hear some of the stories my mom tells about how I was when I was a kid. Holy <laughs> shit.
0: No. I I actually told Alexis this story. I'm like, okay, do we talk about my early life? Because when I was three, my dad got pulled over. Let's say we were driving to my grandmother's house, which was about thirty minutes outside of Montgomery. It's in Notasoga. It's this tiny little pot up fucking town in Alabama. And it's um and he got pulled over for for speeding and we were in a truck and the, the cop, the state trooper asked him to step out of the the vehicle. And this was way back in like the seventies or something, maybe the eighties. And um, I stuck my head out the window. I'm like, are you going to frisk him? Are you going to frisk him? Because, you know, you know, pat him down, like frisk him. And it was because I, I watched way too much Chips when I was younger. Did he frisk him? No. And he didn't get out of the ticket either. I was really kind of disappointed about the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> My dad's like, you were so stinking cute. Like, how many three-year-olds are going to, like, yell out the window? Are you going to frisk him? And still end up with their dad getting a ticket i was like this is this is really kind of some disappointment i can't
1: (laughs) the uh with with the way things seem to have turned out in future years to to put it politely or yeah um i'm not surprised he didn't actually get frisked like in my head i'm thinking to myself (laughs) she knows something right like she's he's he's carrying something he's packing (laughs) right because it's you know it's the south who doesn't
0: um, well, I mean, it was it was so wholesome is what my dad <laughs> and mom were trying to get across to me because this is not the first thing that I've done when I was, I was about three again. It's not the first thing that I've done where it was just like, what the fuck is going on with you?
1: <laughs> Fast forward 10 years and everything changes.
0: I'm, I mean, you know, they, they were like, my mom keeps thinking like, she keeps telling me how I was so innocent and then she likes to tell these stories i when let's say also at three there used to be this mouthwash and this was when they still used alcohol for mouthwashes it was called signal and they had this commercial you could see on tv and the the tagline was i got the signal so my my papa i was very close to him and i would spend summers every year with with um, like at least a month out of every summer. Um, but in the first bit of it, I ended up finding in his bathroom. I'm not even sure what I was doing. This is just what I was told. I ended up drinking all the mouthwash, getting drunk right off my ass and then walking up to him, plumbing his lap and going, kiss me, Papa, I got the signal, which was the commercial. The, the, the tagline mm-hmm. was kiss me. I've got the signal. So yeah, I got drunk off my ass at three or four years old (laughs) and then said, you know, kiss me. I've got the signal.
1: (laughs) If only they knew.
0: It's so extra with me. I can't. (laughs) Like everybody's, like Matt is over here like, you are just a bottomless well of stories. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how I do this stuff. I really don't. And I don't know how this stuff happens to me. And it just sort of, I don't know. <laughs> and my mom keeps like, she keeps saying, no, we're perfectly normal. And I'm looking at her like, I don't know what kind of drugs you're doing. Like, we're not normal. <laughs> we're, we're, nowhere near normal. But especially not me. So,
1: <laughs> I, um, there's a lot to take in here, so let me. Uh, no, no, right? <laughs> I know, so, right? I'm so. Sure. I'm thinking. Let's uh, let's see. We're 11 minutes in already, and oof, man. Oh yeah, it, it's heavy. So let's let's do this. <laughs> let's start. Let's start back. Let's go back to where it all began, shall we? Because now this is an NPR show. Let's go back okay. to where it all began, and sure. the the. Uh, we'll call it the transition period from normal to. Something else. Uh, okay. Tell me. So, what is the first story that you have about your 13 year old self converting from sweet, cute to why isn't she in jail already?
0: <laughs> okay. So, about fifth grade, I had been a lot of kids were making fun of me. Like, I, I was very sensitive. And I cried about it. And I guess my mom got tired of me coming home and and crying about it. So she said, Why don't you say something back? And I went, Oh shit, can I do that? Are you serious? Like it never occurred to me. It, it, It was just that I was I was trying to be nice and I was I was a very weird kid. I mean, a lot of people say that, but I mean I was especially just sort of weird. I I followed a lot of rules and I was very good and, you know, you really didn't get a whole lot of trouble out of me. So when she said, why don't you say something back? It like opened the door. Like it never occurred to me to say something smart ass back. And then at that point, you know, I, in fifth grade, I can remember I was sitting in class and somebody was saying something and I don't even remember what it was, the interaction or anything or what I said, All I remember is the reaction because everybody was like, you know how little kids could, they put their, their fist in their mouth and like, Ooh, look, she said something bad. Mm -hmm.
1: You
0: know, that's what happened. And do
1: you remember what you said?
0: No, I absolutely do not. I, it was just, it was like some sort of demon took possession
1: (laughs) and hasn't let go to this day. Right.
0: No, it really hasn't. I mean, sometimes I say stuff I don't even know it's going to come out of my mouth, honestly. Um, <laughs> and at that point, everybody was like, oh, no. And then it started to be this whole thing with like, oh, Beth, Beth is is saying something back. And then I started, the more it happened, the more these kids started trying to, to tag me with it, I just started whatever. I, I read a lot of books and I had this very advanced sort of vocabulary. And so I was saying words that they didn't know and was putting it together in ways that, you know, like adults mm-hmm. would. And so at that point it got to be about mm, towards the end of fifth grade and the start of sixth grade, I got the nickname mouth of the South and at that point, once you get tagged with a nickname like that, everybody's coming for your ass. I mean, everybody. It doesn't even matter. Um, add that into the fact that by fifth grade, I was already 5'11". So everybody was shorter than me. And for some reason, people seem to have this, I don't know, thing where it, it's, it, it's like a jail yard. I compare school to being like a jail mm-hmm. yard. You want to you wanna pick the biggest kid you can possibly fucking find, nail their ass, and then nobody messes with you. I was the kid that they all came looking mm-hmm. for. I mean, verbally, physically, well, and I got into a lot of fights because my brother, my brother's such a oh my god, it's a whole thing. Um, he would get into these fights and, and think that he could be like me except that he just wasn't and so i end up having to defend him and i got into fights for him too like i can remember there was he got into a fight with this kid that delivered the newspapers in our neighborhood so i called the kid newspaper kid obviously because i was creative like that um and finally it got to the point where they were facing off we all rode the bus together and they were facing off. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to have done with it. And I must have been about 13. And, you know, we got to the back of our kind of like our backyard. It, it fed into a park. And I said, let's, let's all meet there. And, you know, y'all can face off. I said, okay, well, here are the rules. There's no dirty fighting. There's no, you know, we're not going to do all this, this mess. And once it's done, it's over. But if you do something really nasty, that's when my <laughs> ass is going to get involved because I was real kind of mean. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm picturing this just thinking here is as you're describing setting up this like arena of sorts, right? Like all of a sudden, it's become it, it's gone from some petty schoolyard bullshit to like yeah, some no, actual right? like I'm over WWE here like right, is right where it's like <laughs> <laughs> exactly right like false count anywhere you know like you're right. setting up you know there's no no chairs right that's no, still a disqualification like but you're like you know, know.
0: okay there's no poking in the eyes there's no <laughs> kicking in the in the you know the junk yeah there's no kicking in no, the junk no
1: low blows yeah
0: and if you do those things then at that point, it stops being a fight between you two, and then my ass is getting involved. So the newspaper kid that we rode all in bikes, <laughs> and the newspaper kid brought his bike. And of course, after I set these rules, the first thing he goddamn did was chuck his bike at Joey's head. My brother, his name, Joey, he chucked his bike at Joey's head. And as soon as that bike landed, my ass was on top of the newspaper kid, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to explain to you how this thing works here. And my brother later said, he was like, that was the meanest goddamn thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's like, you're slowly explaining this child how you're about to absolutely just obliterate his goddamn face. And and you're so calm about it. And I'm like, well, it's, it's just he broke the rules. You don't understand. So yeah, I'm sitting on this kid's, I mean, literally, I'm sitting on him. And I'm like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm about to punch the shit out of and if you say anything to anybody, I know where you live. I'll find you, and I'll punch this shit out of you again. So you're not going to tell the adults. You're just going to have to goddamn deal with it. And if you don't, you know we all know the the rules here. And so take your licks, and then that's it. And you leave my brother. Yeah. do you tell him? No. do but you tell him you have a certain
1: set of skills? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I really am a caution sometimes, and and Joey's just standing back and he's like, you know, because if he had, he knew he was standing still and he wasn't saying anything because if he knew, he said that he knew that if he had said something like yeah or trying to, to lord it over the other kid, I would have turned around and then absolutely smacked his ass too just for being a shit. So <laughs> no. There's He's nothing. not immune. I mean, you know, Definitely I'm not immune. Here. There's there's clearly delineated things that right. we're doing here. So if anybody, I have no compunction about punching my brother. I have no compunction about, you know, punching the newspaper kid. And that's it. And once it's done, it's done. If you start it again, then Mama, I'm, I'm going to find you. I did tell him that. That was really, like, collect- taken. Oh, my God. It really was. I said, you know, mm-hmm. if you tell your parents, I'm going to find you. If you start some shit with my brother again, I'm a find you. I know where you are. I know where you live. I know the route you take for the damn newspapers or whatever. So, and and we ride the bus together. It's not terribly hard to find you. So the kid took a couple of punches and then he like hobbled off into his, his street, whatever. And I, like I said, Joey was looking at me. He's like, that was the meanest goddamn thing I'd ever seen in my
1: life. <laughs> and I'm just
0: like, <laughs> there's rules.
1: Was there Was there some oh, no. newfound respect no, there? Was, or it was, was it just he, all fear? No, it was
0: all fear. Joey, Joey's not that bright. Good
1: Lord. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joey. If you're listening, <laughs> Joey, knows. I'm sorry.
0: I've, I've, I've told him. Oh God! Yes, he does. Does We're he? i not speaking right now. He <laughs> says I'm dead to him, and I'm fine with that because.
1: Oh. Well, Joey, if you're listening, you no, should come on the show it. and he's we can doing, hash this out.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I you tried. Know, the, you know, I tried. Like last I... summer,
0: maybe actually, yeah, the, the last summer. Um, his son Chase, his his 15 year old had done some stuff, and he said, you know what? I'm going to put you in punishment. And uh, he decided to send Chase to me. Now, Chase uh, is not very familiar Uh, with my side of the family. He's very familiar with his mom's side of the family.
1: mm
0: -hmm. So, Joe was, like, telling him, okay, well, you you can't talk to your aunt Elizabeth certain ways. And Chase is like, what are you talking about? And Joy said, okay, well, your Aunt Elizabeth is kind of a smart ass. And Chase said, well, you're a smart ass. <laughs> and Joy was like, no, you don't seem to understand. Your Aunt Elizabeth is whole levels above me. Like, if you say anything whatsoever, she's gonna take it and she's gonna run. So you really can't do this with her. And after, and, and Chase didn't believe Joy when he was telling him that. And so after the first like day or two of chase coming over to my house, we were going to be cleaning closets and that sort of thing. Um, chase went back home to Joey and he's like, your sister is insane. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was like, he, was Sounds super like a compliment. He, he absolutely loved it. He was over here. I mean, like we were only supposed to be a certain allotment of days where he was over here helping me. And I let him go over those days. And in fact, it was just he just basically sat at my house watching TV with my kids just so that he could get some sort of like interaction with me. Because when I had him cleaning out closet in the office, for instance, we pulled out a sword I have pictures of this mess. We pulled out a big old sword. That was, that's Henry's, my husband's. Uh, we pulled out like these, these giant art like clipboards that are double clipboards. We pulled out strange things that I think were associated with karate. Um, at one point, Chase pulled out Henry's cup and he's like, what is this? And I'm like, Oh well, that's what Henry puts his junk in, and then he said to drop it. He sincerely didn't know what a cup was, and I'm like, oh. oh, we know. Henry puts his junk in that when he goes when he does karate, and, and Chase actually, I think, tried to boil his hands later on. You know, it's a big old thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's, I mean, everybody in my family knows. You know, I, I'm just a little bit. We call it touched down here. <laughs> touched, yeah.
1: Touched, okay. No, we're, we're, right. we're proud I can of see our that. dysfunction. Yeah.
0: Look, we, we put it out on the the patio and let it walk around and you know fix it a cocktail. It's fine.
1: Cause see that's and I think I think that's one of the one of the big differences between you and I, <laughs> yeah. the, the royal you and I here, right? Like mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Out west, as they say, you know, they have, they, they there are some, some jokes, how you say, about people out west, right? Like everybody in California okay. is always on vacation, for example. Having lived in California for about a year okay. and a half, that's definitely true. They're also <laughs> entirely a pain in the ass for all sorts of reasons. And then typically up here in mm-hmm. the Pacific Northwest, um, it is, has to be the Pacific Northwest. You can't just call it the Northwest because that's not good enough. Um, up here, we don't do that. Like we don't, it's very much passive aggressive. Like if you ever, if there was, if if somebody woke up from a coma and said, I forgot what passive aggressive people look like, bring them to Seattle for a day and they'd be (laughs) like, put me back in a coma, please.
0: Okay. We we do this thing down here where I have been told it's called nasty noise. So for instance, Like the most recent example I've given in Sport Driven about it is that I had this sales rep and she was very demanding. She was out, you know, towards like, I think she was in Arizona or something. And she was demanding of me, you know, that I, I get certain jobs done. And then when I was asking her clarifying questions that I felt were very important, she didn't understand exactly what I was asking her. So she was pretty much alluding to the fact that I was stupid. And that, that's commonly a thing when you have somebody that has a an accent. So, I mean, I, I took it completely just one way. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me just ask you this one question. Because we want to have it right, right? We, we, we want to make sure that you're, you're happy about it. And I was asking like every other right. email Every single email was a single question that I could have asked in one email, except for the fact that I just really wanted to irritate the shit out of her. So by the end of it, she was like, I'm going to have to call Kansas City. And I'm like, okay, well, then you do what you got to do, baby. You, you no, know, you do you, boo-boo. And she starts asking Kansas City about it. And they're like, no, you need to have these contracts entered in Montgomery because that's where they're going to be housed. So she had to come back to me. And even though I could have taken it right back up where I left her, I told her that she had had left such a time period between the emails that I had to start all over again. Mm And
1: literally, she
0: covered the phone. (laughs) She covered the mouthpiece of the phone. And I could hear her screeching like a scolded cat. And I'm just like, oh, good Lord, bless your heart.
1: (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it is.
0: The bless your heart. I mean, everybody. I know what
1: that means. I know exactly what that means.
0: Means that you know, we think you're dumb, (laughs) and that's fine.
1: You're a stupid piece of shit, but I don't want to tell you to your face.
0: I mean, (laughs) and and, you know, I was part of a tech team, and I would hear these conversations, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand why you're not, you know, putting me in these conversations with these just. difficult customers and they're like well because you get away with some bullshit I'm like what are you talking about I don't get away with anything and in fact at the last (laughs) job that I had I got an award from the rest of them they called me a juggler because I just juggled that many programs and you know projects and everything like that I mean it was ridiculous
1: no, a juggler, not, not a juggalo, not, right? I don't
0: even know what the other one is. Juggalo, what is that?
1: <laughs> oh, insane clown! <laughs> See, I thought that was going to be a great joke, right? Like I said, you know, I was going to make a juggalo <laughs> reference, but since you don't know what a juggalo is, uh, in in your free time, okay. go look up the insane clown posse and oh, I know, come back clown to me. Maybe posse. in the next I, episode I we'll, we'll cover stuff. that.
0: But if you said I'm just a juggalo with like David Lee Roth, okay. that would've been fine.
1: Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, unfortunately,
0: we're not. but no, I had one of the other team members, they're like, you don't even understand between you and everybody in Montgomery, y'all get away with some shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? We, we get the worst part of everything. And they're like, but you, you have that accent, and you can say the nicest things and you're just insulting the shit out of people. And they don't even realize because it sounds so nice. And I'm like, well, well, that's just, you know, <laughs> like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry. Let me give you that information because apparently you didn't know it already because you're just damn stupid. And it just, it sounds so nice when you have that accent. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be phrased that way, but that's essentially what's happening. And I was just like, I don't mm-hmm. even understand what we're talking about right now because you guys you know, y'all are, y'all are getting, you know, attention. And I'm just over here in Montgomery. It was just one of me on the, on the, the tech team. And the rest of them were all in Kansas city. And before they closed Logan plant, Logan, Utah, they were all in in Utah. And I mean, I kind of feel pretty good about it because the, the one time that the last time I went up there to have kind of a meeting with them, Everybody on the team had a, had a like a conglomeration in Kansas City, and we gave out these the the lead gave out these special awards. And the awards were these sandstone 3D printed, basically replicas of us. Yeah. Full like of statues? statues. And I I feel really good about hmm. it because mine was the only one that wasn't screaming. <laughs> Because the rest of them Had these like the mouths The way that she picked I'll have to show a picture But the rest of all Everybody on the tech team Their mouths looked like They were screaming And my mouth was like A smile with my tongue sticking out So I feel
1: Like like their souls Had been ex- extracted from them But in your case Since you didn't have that's one That's true I find everything out, I, I right? do the
0: music. Then you people are just Crazy as hell <laughs> <laughs> so when they called it the juggler, I felt really good about that because what that meant was that I was able to take all these projects and everything and just balance them. Uh, there was one lady who I felt really bad about. Her her title on her award was Dead Horse Beater. So, you know, I feel pretty good. Yes.
1: It was wait, it was what? Say that again. I want to make sure I, I think I heard horse you correctly. Speater. But Dead say that one horse more time. Beater dead?
0: Like you're, like you're baiting a dead horse? Huh. She lo-
1: <laughs> Yeah, I just want to make sure I heard that right, because that is like really, that's like left field in the I know. parking lot across saying, the street. Left a, field.
0: Lot of the, a lot of these awards okay. were right. very kind of like abusive. And...
1: <laughs> like, I'm, I'm feeling like you definitely should not mention no. this particular company by name, because you've described at least a dozen <laughs> HR violations that... And like you know, like there are like HR violations, like jokes, like oh, the HR no, police are going to come and no. get me. But this is like, <laughs> this is just, it's, oof. You know what I mean?
0: Oh god, this company. I can. T- oh god, the stories. I can't believe that I stayed there for ten years. I mean, by the end of it, I'm I'm like a broken person. But yeah, no, you're
1: not no, there no, anymore. No.
0: I I I finally just okay. went. You know what? Well, right. I've had enough of this shit they kept threatening to close the plant and um, they ended up letting all of the customer service people in my department go. There's about seven of us total. Mm -hmm. And in 2018, about that time, August, um, they let everybody go. And then they gave us a week's notice. And then for those that wanted to try to keep on, being employed we were welcome to submit applications for two new positions that were being you know opened up they were they were created basically what it basically was Mm -hmm. actually let me take that back was the fact that i know way too much shit i i have kind of a sticky memory and i had learned passwords and progresses. I mean, I taught myself stuff that no one needs to know, but everybody was, it's a constant state of being scared that you're going to be fired. So, and then you've got Mm -hmm. a lot of people that were, it was very toxic. These people were doing things that they talk about, how other people were failing, how, you know, and it was a lot of, kissing butt of those people that were in charge and a lot of you know jockeying for positions that sort of thing and for at least myself I really am not good at any of those things like the the jockeying for position or the you know wanting to make myself look better to anybody else I just basically mm-hmm. learned everything that I needed to know because I like learning things. So, and I have, a, like I said, a sticky memory and I just started remembering things. So I knew all the passwords and I knew which programs we need to do things for. And I could work with a lot of the people in corporate that were doing things like Salesforce, like the administration for Salesforce. I was good friends with her and, um, they were like, okay, well, we're going to let a couple of you apply for it. And I applied for it. They're like, oh, yeah, surprise, you're going to get the job. And I'm like, oh, no, shit, I'm going to get the goddamn job. You people crazy as hell. <laughs> so
1: um,
0: when I, let's say, we got created, there was a new position created that was dealing with production. And at the time, I did, we had, for the program that I supported, there were about 3000 plus accounts. And then for Mm -hmm. the upper level, like high school level and college level kind of accounts, there was a completely different program for that. I supported them too. So I supported about, at least for two years by myself, I supported about 9,000 accounts. Um, And then I also did, all of the corrections i taught myself photoshop and indesign and a little bit of illustrator so i was the one that was doing all the the press corrections of these these you know things that had a problem that they couldn't figure out mm-hmm. um right. so i mean i was i it was, it was actually crazy i i mean i must have been on some sort of drugs because i kept thinking to myself I need to be able to do these things because I want to keep this job. It's one of the best paying jobs, the company at the time, one of the best paying jobs in the area. As you go Mm -hmm. out three counties on any direction, it was one of the best paying jobs that you could possibly get in my area. Mm -hmm. So I kept it. I I kept up and I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't, everybody thought I was like a a mean person (laughs) and it was just that I was very focused because I didn't have any time to do anything else. We had to answer emails within six hours. We had to, I had Mm -hmm. 24 hour turnaround times on the corrections that I made for production. And then like, you know, covers and that sort of thing. And then I had, let's say the the soft cover books were put out within four weeks. And then the hardcover books were put out in six weeks. So it was a continuous spin of deadlines, and I had no time for anybody. So everybody thought I was really kind of mean. It wasn't that. It was just that I can compartmentalize pretty well, I guess. Um, In fact, Mm -hmm. towards the end of things, I went out a couple of times with some of the people. They were like, why are you bringing Beth? There was a girl who was trying to arrange everything, and she wanted to invite me for it. And everybody else was like, why are you bringing Beth? And the girl was like, because Beth's, Beth is really funny. You guys don't even know. Like, you, you see her walking through and she's looking all mean and shit. That's not because she's actually mean. It's because she's just focused on fun on stuff. Um, so we ended up uh, going out. Like, a couple of times, there was a seafood place we've been out in, in particular. <laughs> and half the shit I say is just because I want to engender some sort of reaction. So they all went out with me and we, we were at our seafood place and it started to get towards nighttime and it was very, it was in a bad part of town and everybody else was like, all the other girls were like, oh, well, I don't feel safe about this. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. You know, and they're like, what is wrong with you? Why are you fine? And I said, well, you know, I'm fat. It's going to be really kind of a bitch to do with me. <laughs> Look,
1: <laughs> do you see me? Do you like, see right? my presence? You're... Have you noticed how I know, here right? I it's am? It's like, okay. Right?
0: Well, look, they aren't going to be able to carry me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take an extra big hole to dig if they want to try and bury me somewhere. They're probably going to look at all of y'all and go, they're less trouble. Let's fucking kill them. <laughs> I might. <laughs>
1: I'm sure that oh, that makes no, him feel like comfortable. I was it? like,
0: no, I'm fine. Y'all, <laughs> people need to be worried. Apparently, y'all think that I'm I'm worried. I'm not. Like it's it's too much. I was built.
1: Exactly. I was built for this. Y'all like, are I'm, just kind of here. And fat
0: yeah. And, and what the hell ever. Y'all are like skinny and little, and y'all can't run that fast. It don't matter if I run any faster than you. It's just a matter of looking at me and going, no, I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you ever tried to stop a no. train? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I did. <laughs> we used to have this in, in the area that I lived in. We had this um, bar that it was largely, you know, we had drag queens and, you know, people were having a good time. And during my college years, I really had, I really don't care about, you know, if, if you're a good person to me, I'm a good person to you. It's fine. You know, I, I don't have any kind of like those sort of hangups. So I had a friend that would take me to this bar and we'd watch the drag strip, you know, the, the drag queen's show. And then um, the bouncer, in fact, he was actually straight. But he, he was telling the owner of the bar about this chick that was in the middle of everything. And they and people were just feeding her random shots and drinks and stuff and they was me and then just seeing what kind of bullshit came out of her mouth. <laughs> and so the the <laughs> bouncer was like, you need to see this chip. And the the owner came by and he's like, he's watching me. I I had no idea who he was. Look, I was lit like a Christmas tree. I didn't give a shit about nothing. And you know I'm I'm talking about my mess and he's just like <laughs> this girl is just a hot goddamn mess. Like, where did you find her? <laughs> and the manager's like, somebody brought her in. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about anything. I'm, I'm just, you know, making jokes and, and talking about, the, you know, the random things that happened to me. And the bar owner got so entertained that I ended up, he ended up giving me, like, anytime I came in, I'd get a free tab. Whatever. Because I was just I was that entertaining. I mean, the it's and I don't really think that it's anything special. It's just weird kind of shit happens to me. And then I have a mm-hmm. weird reaction to it.
1: <laughs> and hopefully throughout this series, I'm I'm hoping we can we can channel some of that. I think uh you have a you certainly okay. have a lot of stories. I think that goes without saying. I I'm almost certain that if I I could just get up and walk away right now, you wouldn't know, and I'd have like five hours of content before anyone. I really like that to was talk. Gone. <laughs> Which is which is perfect because, you know, you know, like I like I was alluding to, like we're 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 yeah. different, you and I. Like my, if I had stories like this to tell, I certainly don't remember them. And maybe that's just because we are far enough apart in age that I just haven't gotten my turn with all of the (laughs) nonsense yet or, or maybe I'm just not as intense. And I think that that's probably fine. Like I'm okay with not having tons of stories to tell about all of the crazy (laughs) shit that I did some random year, some years ago. Right? Like that's fine by me. I like, listening and hearing all of these stories and living vicariously through people because living vicariously through people keeps me out of jail
0: I've never been to jail so (laughs) let me just state that right off the bat although I have have done some stuff I'm really not that crazy to be perfectly honest when you
1: (laughs) (laughs) you definitely I mean you definitely fooled me I tell you what I tell you what, right here, boy, you definitely fooled me—a good one.
0: But, yeah, you did, did I do all right? It's okay. <laughs> we'll work <walk> on <laughs> it. We'll work on okay. it. It's
1: okay. That's all right. By the end of this, I'll be—I'll no, be a southerner yet. I tell you when what.
0: At me as a kid, I was very much a rule follower, and like I said, with the whole thing with finally letting loose my inner sport ass, I just didn't—it never occurred to me to think. That I could do it on my own, I had to be given permission, and mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of funny. I mean, I I my my brother's a hot goddamn mess. We'll get to the saga of Joey and just whatever with him, but with me, you know, my mom had to beg me. This is so strange for a teenager. My mom had to beg me as a teenager to wear less clothing. <laughs>
1: You were too much of a prude? I, I
0: just really kind of didn't feel like I was interested in it. It was during the grunge era, so I was definitely wearing Doc Martens, and I had my flannel and all that kind of mm-hmm. good shit. But, you know, I just... I,
1: <laughs> I like how... Oh, a quick sidetrack. I like how you call it the grunge era with the, the flannel and whatnot, because, like, that's my attire now. Yeah. And like, and I I realize part of it has to do with the weather, right? Like, I can't imagine Alabama gets cold enough to wear flannel out of necessity so much as it, as it's just because it's a style choice. Like, let's, let's have it. Let's take a very quick (laughs) tangent here. What are winters like?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Mother Nature's own crack. Let me just put it that Mm -hmm. way. And
1: but climate change isn't real though.
0: No, fuck all that. (laughs) <laughs> um, when my husband, at the time we were dating, he was talking about moving down here. And I yeah. knew that between the two of us, I wasn't sure I could handle California. So the decision was made somehow <laughs> that he would move down here. And that's been a giant mistake. I'm not even sure what it happened if I moved up to California, but either way, the winners here, let me put it this way. The best winner The best Christmas that I remember was, oh, gosh, it must have been about 2012. It was the first time in 50 years that it had snowed on Christmas Day. And I was Mm -hmm. up in North Alabama. My parents were there. It was their house. We were staying at. My grandparents were there. You know, Henry and I were there. We were married at the time. And my son and I think my baby... My, my daughter had just been born, and it was—you don't seem to understand with when with the Southerners and snow. Like my dad and I both have kind of this thing where with our faces, our faces are very expressive. And
1: are you allergic? No, to snow?
0: no, we goddamn love some snow. Are you crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, anytime it snowed. In fact, I remember a story that my parents told me my dad would get so excited about snow that his eyes, and and we have rather large eyes in my dad's family. It's kind of like, it's not quite Elijah uh, Wood. It's just a little bit less than that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All the better to see you. I know, right? (laughs)
0: Um, But when it snows, when we get excited, our eyes can go just giant. I mean, like it's full on. And... Every time it snowed, my mom at one time was pregnant with me, I think. And it snowed in Natchez, Mississippi. That's where I was born was Natchez. And he dragged her ass in the middle of the goddamn road and made her walk just looking at the snow. And the whole time she's like slipping. She's like, I'm going to kill myself and I'm pregnant right now. I can't even cope with you. And he's just like, you got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. And, and that's pretty much just the, the, the way that Southerners view snow is just, we kind of mm-hmm. can't fucking handle nothing when you've got snow. I, there was mm-hmm. the uh, blizzard of, we call it the blizzard, <laughs> of like. The, the
1: blizzard, because that's like literally the only one you've <laughs> ever had in the history of yes. the earth, right?
0: It was like, it must have been 2090, oh, I'm sorry, 1993 or something like that. There was like.
1: I was about to say, you're telling, you're, you're I'm, predicting I'm the future. Being now. Extra here. But
0: 1993 or something like that, we had moved to this place called Wetumpka. And Wetumpka is.
1: I'm pretty no, sure you made I that up.
0: It's, a, it's an Indian name. <laughs> 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 I totally sorted. To uh, anyway, <laughs> we had this full on, like, if they called it the Superstorm of 1993. I think that's that's the date it was. I mean, it was all in the newspapers and everything. And we had not one foot, not two foot, but almost two and a half feet of snow. And for us, look, we like to make snowmen out of, like, dirt. Like, all our snowmen are dirty because it snows that that less, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and it was just, it was a lot. And I lived on this road that kind of did this. It was a cul-de-sac. It was just a, a simple road. And it went... There was such a deep hill right in the middle of it. I mean, on a normal basis, even without snow, it was a little bit much. But people wanted to... There's, there's one thing about southerners and snow. If it starts snowing, we want to goddamn get out in it. We want to, like, look, mm-hmm. you know. And there were people trying to get up this hill and they'd, they'd stall out because they had no winter tires. <laughs> so.
1: Did they even sell winter tires in Alabama? Oh, no, no. Or is that against No, the law? look.
0: When, when you guys are talking about snow trucks and tosses, like, you know, salt out and everything like that, we're throwing dirt on it and calling it good. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this, like, deep ditch in the road. It was, it was just a that epic of a down and then an up. So my brother and I, sat at the top and we laughed at the neighbors in the back part of the subdivision of that road because they kept getting out and then get stuck down in the middle of this, this road and they couldn't get back up. So there were lines (laughs) of cars. I mean, just lines Mm -hmm. of them. There was like four or five cars where people are like, we're going to get out in the snow. And then they go down that hill and say, Oh shit, there's a bunch of cars there already. And we, nobody's getting up. And it was, it was so much greater, too, by the fact that we lived right across from a volunteer fire station. So there was this really kind of curve to the major kind of road that was going through. And they called it Devil's Curve. Just we're, we're not creative with this stuff. Anyway, so when it <laughs> snowed, all our power was out. Nobody could see shit. It was in the middle of the night. And we just hear on the regular, this volunteer fire station just go whoop whoop and then drive like a couple of feet to people that were trying to go around Devil's Curve and get their car and tow it. And we heard that all through the night for multiple nights because people were goddamn stupid. They're like, we need to drive (laughs) through this shit. We need to see. And they don't know how to drive in it. Mm -hmm. At the time, I worked at a drugstore that developed pictures. And I distinctly remember during that that time, I would go through, we were supposed to check through pictures and make sure that things got developed. And I distinctly remember, I can't tell you how many photos of folders, just white, 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 there's a dog in white, you know, kids in white, 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 there's more trees, white, white, white. I mean, it was literally, they were just taking pictures of the snow and it looked like they didn't take a picture of anything because it was underdeveloped. <laughs> <laughs> and there was more than one of them that were that was doing that. It was just I I scoped through and I'm just like they're they're not taking pictures of anything. They're literally just taking pictures of the snow, and all you get is a picture mm-hmm. of white. So yeah, we don't we don't know how to cope with that. I mean seriously,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I think that's fine, right? Like it's. It- I think uh, the the standard for uh, normalcy, shall we say, is uh, probably really low right now. So I think we should we should take any win we can get, sure. right? Otherwise, we're going to mm-hmm. go insane. Um, here in the the wonderful uh, Pacific yeah. Northwest, uh, Seattle. You've been to Seattle. I right?
0: have been once.
1: Once. Okay, so you remember because Seattle doesn't have a flat spot to its name. No. You remember the hills, right? It doesn't matter what hill; just that, that everything's a hill, right? And there's no flat to be perfectly road, honest, right? I do
0: remember the hills, but mostly I was really kind of disturbed by your roads going in and out downtown. I could not understand that That's show; okay. I could not.
1: I think, I think there there's some relation there, given the hills and the fact that at somewhere I think it, I think it was the 70s. I was not old enough, so I'm going off a of vague memory of stuff I've read on the internet okay. in the past uh interstate five didn't exist and they they opted to so if you're okay (laughs) let's 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 do a thought exercise here so if you have a city that's full of people and stuff right and you want to build an interstate that connects that city what do you how do you typically like what would be the easiest way to build that road do you think
0: you know, we kind of take a loose things here in this house. So we just pave some shit, call it good, and then pave over it like six months later after the weather destroys it. I mean, literally, Bush okay. was like you have so many potholes when he was going to Tuscaloosa. so we mm-hmm. we really don't concern ourselves with any kind of long lasting <laughs> okay. so maybe
1: <laughs> maybe maybe you're not the the, the no, I'm not. Now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. so you would think, you know you you'd like to connect seattle to the larger interstate area sure. and you would you know most people would want to be as uh, non-destructive as possible right like you you, you want to hook up all the stuff but you'd want to kind of keep most of it intact right like that's generally the <laughs> idea um so the people that built the interstate as it relates to seattle um didn't have that yeah
0: thought. yeah okay
1: it 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 did not occur to them. And Seattle has been interesting. I guess if you were alive all of this time, which I don't know if anyone was, but throughout its formidable years, say the the early 1900s, they had a hard time keeping things from burning down and, you know, ending up in the water and all sorts of stuff. So Seattle was built differently. Okay. Shall we say, um, the the waterfront is artificial. Okay. Uh, if we had a massive earthquake, it would probably cease to exist, just entirely. This sounds about right. Um, it would live. It would live in the water with the uh, with the sas. I was about to say sasquatch. <laughs> sas- no, <Nope>, that's <laughs> up in the hills. With the um, I don't know the sea monsters that we okay. have. The other the other the other you s guys thing. Have that. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> probably i don't i don't know they 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 say there's some kind of sea something or other down there giant sea squid i don't know just like sasquatch everyone says it exists but
0: that's some weird shit okay keep on yeah
1: so (laughs) seattle has always been a little different when it comes to its urban planning um and being entirely on a hillside naturally it's all a hill like you might have some flat parts as you traverse horizontally across the hill, but not really like any, you would think if you're, if you're going parallel to a hill, right, you're not going up, you're not going down, you're going sideways. You would think it would be flat, yeah. right? We can't even do that. That's not even a thing we do. So everything has some kind of grade to it. It might be minor, but it, there's a grade. So instead of building the freeway around Seattle, Because given the odd terrain, right, that you would probably (laughs) want to avoid the hard stuff. Yeah. They went, they decided, you know what? We're just going to take a, we see the other end of the city. I'm just going to punch a hole right through the middle. (laughs) We're just going to say, fuck it. Let's just go right on through. We're not stopping for anything. So that's why, that's the very high level version of why the freeway moves directly through the middle of the city. And it looks like it was an afterthought. In its construction and why it it almost seems like it doesn't fit, because it doesn't. It really didn't. It it never did. It was never supposed to. But they cheated and took a shortcut, and now it's this weird hodgepodge of f- things where you it's like, like Seattle is like a multi-tiered cake now, and all of the tiers are garbage <laughs> essentially. Okay. So if so, to to bring this back around to the snow talk, I'm, I'm getting there eventually. Okay. There's I need to set the stage yeah. here. I need to describe this wonderful garbage city in the best light possible. So because nothing is flat, because zero percent grade is not something that's written anywhere in anything about any road in this area. When it comes to snow, you would think as an area that generally gets snow maybe once every few years, like enough to like say it snowed, period, yeah. like to make that statement confidently maybe once every few years. It didn't really snow here last year too much, maybe a little bit, maybe a day. Maybe a day the year before that. It was the blizzards? No. We haven't had a blizzard in a while. Okay. But that's not to say that when we get our dustings, shall we okay. say, that our world also doesn't end. Now keep in mind, we have these things called mountains. Yeah. I know they're they're unfamiliar to you down in flatland. Oh, yeah. But
0: no, it's not exactly we, flat. I mean, we, we get foothills.
1: <laughs> <I don't, sorry. laughs> Stop. Trying. You, people in California did that too. When I moved to California, they're like, oh my God, it's so tall. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's just normal. no. You
0: like, definitely have that that's place. not a mountain. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. If I can see the top of it and the climate is the same. Oh, that's not. No, I, I,
0: it's mostly just nice. I I flew in to Seattle and I was like, they were like, oh, there's Mount Rainier. And I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right. So we, we have close access, close proximity, frequent access, easy access to snow and all sorts of snow stuff. Right. So we have a lot of people who like snow activities. Okay. Okay. So you would think. After everything I've described here, the fact that we, we have close access to snow, we have a lot of it nearby, easy to get to, which means a lot of people that like to partake in snow things, you would think that when we get our dustings, things would be yeah. fine, right? Yeah. No. Not even not even <laughs> fucking close. So later, when you have some free time, yeah. Google the uh, Seattle uh, snowpocalypse or Seattle blizzard, anything like that on YouTube. No, but see – Google, you remember, Google you, on you YouTube. did that that's thing so where you
0: were, you were recording it. You you had the live camera, remember? Because you had...
1: Oh, that's right, did. I did. Yes, yes, yes yes, did. yes, 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 yes. Because
0: I was really Yes, I remember of, that. I was, I was all in on that shit. I'm sorry. I just mm-hmm. was. And in fact...
1: <laughs> I forgot I did yeah, that. Yes, you did.
0: There was a pen. You recorded me. There was a pen. And I'm just like, because I kept looking, you had the whole thing and I was waiting to hit the sea of the snow. And it was just... I was like, Oh my God, because I was still at work and people were asking me, they're like, why are you looking at the snow? Why, why are you looking at this, this parking lot? And I'm like, shush, I'm going to miss it. You need to shut up. I've got things I need to look into here. <laughs> and you pinned it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I was so thrilled about that because I was like, I really can't handle what you were doing with this. I mean, I was, I'm not kidding. I was like hours and hours into it. You you had it going so long. And I was full on like, oh, shit, there's about to be things happening. Oh, look, there's people driving away. Oh, my God. You know?
1: <laughs> I, was, I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot I did that. It it also, like, oh even if I didn't remember I did that, like, that sounds like something <laughs> I would do. So if nothing else, I, I believe you just based on that. But Ultimately, what I'm trying to get here with my <laughs> admittedly not super interesting story is that, you know, like your 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 description of this, we'll just call it Valley of the Damned yeah, here okay. in Alabama. Yeah. Um, there are countless, countless videos. And, and one of the reasons why, and it's starting to come back to me now, one of the reasons why I was trying to include f- uh, video feeds from Seattle was because that everything is a hill. Yeah. If if you spend two minutes on YouTube, search for Seattle snow or anything of that sort, you will see videos of people trying to traverse a hill, failing. And if you've ever been to any urban city anywhere, guess what parks on the side of the road? Other people's cars. Guess what happens when you no longer have control of your cars? It slides down the hill, right? It becomes a pinball game. Yes. And the insurance companies hate playing it, right? (laughs) This happens every Single time, without fail, it's the the city fails to ever prepare. No, yeah, right. It's it's almost like it's it hasn't happened for a hundred years. It's the
0: apocalypse. They they don't know how to handle it.
1: Every single time, every year, right? It never gets any better. Like they they might say, "Oh, we we're gonna send the trucks out earlier." It's like no, what what are you you doing? You don't have enough trucks, though. Yeah, you can't if you send them out earlier. You're, like there's still not enough like the they're not they're not doing the math correctly yeah. it's almost like you know if if i'm going to be late for work it's not that i need to leave earlier or it's it, it's not that i need to actually drive the speed limit it's not i should leave early like they're do- they're doing like weird math right like if you're if you're driving 30 miles under the speed limit leaving earlier is not going to solve your problem you should probably just go to the speed limit you know what i mean like it's <sighs> so
0: I, I mean, I don't know what you mean because math in Alabama, we kind of don't do it. Just, you, know? <laughs> you know, I tried. Yeah, well, I tried. You know, you, I want to give you credit. You're talking about the, 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 these things and the thing in Alabama. Okay, look,
1: if a train leaves the station at 3 p.m. going 60 miles an hour and another train oh, leaves no. the station going 70 miles an hour, an hour later.
0: I can on my fingers. I look, I, I call I it the Alabama calculator, I can on my fingers. <laughs> now I have a ballad learning to spell it, but still I call it counting on my fingers because we we simply cannot cope. You're talking about these things and how they're not prepared for it, but when it actually snows here in Alabama, fucking everything shuts down. Like wow. Like it's, sure. it's just and
1: it's it's I, nothing. I almost like I can I can understand that <laughs> though to an extent. For for Alabama, just for the South in general, yeah. a, a, a region of this country that's probably like snow is – seeing snow at all is definitely abnormal. Yeah. Like for sure. But here we shut down and it's a thing that happens on the regular. Like it's not like Colorado snow. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee we'll see some snowflakes this year just because statistically we see snowflakes every year. Yeah. Right. We're not going to have a blizzard. It's not going to be six feet and we're going to be swimming in it. We're opening our door and there'll be an <laughs> ice wall. No, not quite. But we can, we can try harder than we currently are. Like, we don't have an excuse. Okay. Like, in, in the Valley of the Damned, Alabama. That <laughs> I get. Okay. Because what city is going to have all of the supplies for something that never happens?
0: Well, I mean, right? but they still, they still want us to come in and act like it's normal. And people lose their tiny goddamn minds. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Like you have, it's literally Chicken Little and the sky is falling and people don't know how to goddamn coke.
1: That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's its almost like, it's almost like we're describing kind of a, a thing that's happening currently yeah. in, our, in our lives, yeah. right? A thing that no one's familiar with and they don't know how to handle and everyone's losing their mind and...
0: I mean, look, look at Alabama. Look, everybody else is is absolutely fine, and Alabama's are like, like you know, y'all go ahead. We'll catch up eventually. <laughs> you know.
1: Is that is that commentary on Alabama in general?
0: Oh Christ! Okay.
1: <laughs> is that a loaded question? Should we save that for the next episode?
0: That is. That is. I, I can't. There's not enough time.
1: <laughs> there's not enough. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So, I I think. I think we got we got a good introduction into who is Beth? The individual in Alabama. Oh I don't God. I don't have any catchier titles in that, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I I never got into journalism. It's not a thing. I I don't know.
0: It's just fuckery. It's all it's let's let's just put it this way. Beth is literally all fuckery all the time. <laughs> 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 okay. i am laughing because you are laughing 'cause you're laughing. But that's <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. It's just <laughs> all fuckery all the time. I don't even realize half the time when I'm doing this stuff, too. That's that's what people don't seem to understand. They're like, Beth, you're so funny. And I'm like, I wasn't intending to be funny. That's just my natural reaction to some bullshit. <laughs> are
1: you are you saying I'm funny looking? No. no that was I was me that was me intentionally just. No, I'm not even and, No,
0: no. But I, no? I I have definite issues with, like, let's put it this way. I could write a whole goddamn book on just the stupid shit my brother has done. And I fully feel like I'm qualified to say, you know, it's, it's kind of an insult to say that, okay, well, you know, you got all the good genes. But I really kind of did.
1: <laughs> were they Were they Levi's or Wrangler's?
0: Um, probably Levi's. We don't, we don't dig goddamn Wranglers. That's Texas. <laughs> <laughs>